0: I speak to you this morning in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Today is the fourth Sunday of Advent, the last Sunday of this season leading us to Christmas. We have been talking for the past several weeks about preparation. That word prepare has shown up in our scripture verses for the last several weeks. We've been talking about what it means to prepare ourselves and to be prepared when Christ comes. As I was thinking about this, I came to a conclusion, and I realized that ultimately, friends, we cannot prepare ourselves. Left to our own devices, there is nothing that we can do because of our sinfulness and our brokenness to prepare Ourselves, no sacrifices we can make, no offerings we can do on our own. So then, where does that leave us if Scripture calls us to prepare and we can't do it? I was thinking about the hopelessness of being instructed to do that which you cannot do, and I was immediately taken back to my sophomore year in high school. Uh, I was probably the worst JV basketball player in our conference. And uh, we were playing a JV basketball game, and uh, I had been assigned to guard a kid who was 6'6". He could run like the wind, and he could jump out of the gymnasium. He went on to score lots of points for a Division I School and uh, I was assigned to guard him. I'm not sure exactly why. Uh, the only thing I can figure is my coach knew immediately that I may have been small, but at least I was slow. <laughs> but anyway, I was assigned to guard this kid and uh, I held him uh, to 24 points <laughs> in the first half. <laughs> And then in the second half, he kind of got warmed up, and it really got ugly from that point on. I remember one point late in the third quarter, the coach called me over to the sidelines and said, Ken, you've got to do better, and I said, Coach, I'm afraid I've brought a knife to a gunfight, and he said, I understand, just don't let him dunk again. Uh, He had dunked like five times in a JV game, It it was awful. So where does that leave us? If we're instructed to do something that we're just not capable of doing. I think that there are two places in today's service to find the answer. We're not left helpless and hopeless. Uh, One place is in our collect of the day. So pull out your white insert with me if you will. Our collect of the day, our opening prayer is one place. And then the other place is our epistle lesson from Paul to the Hebrews. First, our collect of the day. We pray to God. We say, purify our conscience, Almighty God, by your daily visitation. So the first thing that we're doing to prepare is we're asking God to come in and do that which we cannot do. We're asking Him, beseeching Him, to come in and purify our conscience basically we're asking him to clean up our hearts and our minds we can't do it on our own we're asking God to do this to clean something up and we're asking him to do it through the power of his Holy Spirit by his daily visitation I think it's important for us to remember that our sin (laughs) creeps up on us regularly, and we need this regularly and daily. I think about our house at home. We have hosted about five Christmas parties in the last week and a half, a couple church parties, a a community thing. There have been two girl things that my wife has done, and she told me just to not ask questions, and I knew not to. But our house... (laughs) Looks like 47 refugees just had to decamp in a hurry. And I find that it just gets messy. We don't have to do anything to mess it up. It just gets messy. And I'm afraid that our hearts and our minds are the same way. That's why we need this, as we say in the prayer, daily visitation to purify our conscience, to clean up our. Hearts. that's what we are asking God to do in that prayer as a means of preparation to do that which we cannot do the second place is look with me if you will at our New Testament reading uh, from Paul's letter to the Hebrews Paul is quoting Jesus himself in this epistle and it says uh, consequently when Christ at the beginning when Christ came into the world He said, and it means Jesus said, Sacrifices and offerings you have not desired, but a body you have prepared for me, and burnt offerings and sin offerings you have taken no pleasure. And then he says, And then I said, Behold, I have come to do your will, O God, as it is written of me in the scroll of the book. Jesus is talking about, uh, when he's talking about burnt offerings and sin offerings, he's talking about the sacrificial system of the Jewish people under the law, under the old covenant. Paul is writing to the Hebrew church, the church of the Jews, and uh, saying to them that these old rules of sin offerings and burnt offerings don't do the job, and that Jesus himself has come to do that which we cannot do to fulfill the law. He says, Behold, I have come to do your will, to fulfill the law so that no longer do we need to make these sin offerings and burnt offerings. Jesus has come to do that which we cannot do. And then as you go to the end of Hebrews I think we find the good news of the gospel. Uh, Look with me at verse 9. I think this sums up the good news for us today. It says, Then he added, Behold, I have come to do your will. He does away with the first in order to establish the second. He is doing away with the old code of burnt offerings and sin offerings to make right with God for our sinfulness and our brokenness. He does away with that in order to establish the second, which is his life lived perfectly. And then it goes on, and I think we have the heart of the gospel. And by that will, his perfect will, his perfectly lived life, by that will we have been sanctified. Not through what we do, not through what we say, not through burnt offerings or sin offerings. By the will of Jesus Christ himself, by that will, we have been sanctified through the offering of the body of Jesus Christ once for all. Through his offering for us once and for all, brothers and sisters, we have been made clean. Friends, tomorrow is... Christmas Eve, it is the annual celebration of the nativity of our Lord. As you can see, our ladies have come in and worked hard, and we are decorated for Christmas. Typically, we would not be decorated on the fourth Sunday of Advent, but the way the days of the week fell, the only time they could come uh, was yesterday, and uh, I knew better than to get sideways with the flower guild on a technicality. But it is uh, our yearly time for us to gather together as a family and to remember that God himself chose to put on our flesh and to come into the world, to humble himself, taking on himself our humanity and taking on himself our sins. My prayer for you and for me as we finish this season of Advent and move into Christmas Eve and Christmas Day, tomorrow and the next day is the same as our collect of the day, that God himself might purify us, that he might come into our hearts and into our minds and clean us up daily, regularly, and that by the indwelling of his Holy Spirit in our hearts and in our minds, he may indeed find a mansion prepared for himself. Friends, my prayer is that God may indeed dwell in our hearts and in our lives and that we might be filled with all of the good things, all of the good things that God has prepared for us as his people. Walking in his grace, not our grace. Trusting in his righteousness, not our own. And ultimately, brothers and sisters, being made whole by his sacrifice he has done away with the first paul writes in order to establish the second his righteousness his will imputed to us as his people in the name of the father and of the son and of the holy spirit amen